Everybody quiet, officer. So, how would you describe the um, the immigrant? Is it a film about the American dream? Well, the immigrants about the immigrants about the American dream and how it's something that it's not a magic elixir. It's not a pill you take that makes you feel better in the morning. It's something that is there and present and real, but you have to kind of work for it. Uh, and in the end, uh, it may involve a lot of trial and struggle, but maybe eventually we'll get there. But that's sort of like that's sort of like everybody in the country. That's sort of our story, isn't it? We haven't actually gotten there. We're trying to get there. I understand. Um, do you think that this is something, um, an immigrant's tale that a lot of people can relate to? I'll put it to you this way. When I went to uh, Ellis Island to start doing research for the film, I was told a rather astonishing fact, which is that 40% of the American population, and we have, what, 300 million people in the country? 40% of them have a direct descendant that went through Ellis Island. And if you realize that that, that number was what? That makes like 120, 130 million people? Like, that's crazy. That's, yeah. So I, my feeling is, absolutely, I, I think it's a very American story. Because, you know, the whole country is basically made up of immigrants. And it's really the only place in the world that can say that. So I think it's a very American movie, yeah. Um, so, uh, Marion Cotillier, Cotillier excuse me, is a very special actress, and what made you visualize her in the role? And she and I, I had never seen anything that she had done. Uh, I was at a dinner with her, and we got into some friendly kind of argument about an actor. I, I don't even remember what the terms of the argument were, but she, at one point she threw a piece of bread at me. I said, I don't know who this person is, but she's great-looking in a kind of very silent movie way with these big expressive eyes, and she threw bread at my face. So that's good. That means she has a will, and a, you know, a, she's a very quiet person, but also a real power about her that she wouldn't get pushed around. So I wrote the movie for her basically based on that little exchange. I liked her enormously. And it's interesting because the woman is the protagonist in this one. That's right. Well, I, I felt that I was very tired. I was very tired of macho gunplay and that kind of thing. And I was anxious to explore a, a, an emotionality and a, an empathy which didn't rely on macho posturing. And so that was really the reason I, I started thinking about a female protagonist. It's also a very operatic conception, you know, opera, op, like Puccini and Verdi would do it all the time. So why not steal from the best? I agree. Um, so you've worked with Joaquin over and over in, yeah. what, four or five movies? Four movies, yeah. Four. So um, why is that? What is, um, and what do you think he brought to the role of Bruno? Well, he brought a lot to the role. The role as originally conceived was a very kind of stereotypical brute. And he said, you know, he said, what's more interesting to me is somebody who is a con man, who's constantly trying to seduce her and con her into things that she doesn't want to do. And in order to do that, you can't only be a brute. Sometimes I have to appear very formal and very pretentious in a way. And I like the way that I dress. And I'm very nice to her. And I give her the choice. And at other times, I'm incredibly cruel. But it's all a manipulation to get what I want. And I thought, well, that's better than anything that I had written. And that goes to why I've worked with him as much as I have, because he's a ferociously intelligent person. And he has an incredible emotional awareness. 
And people like that, actors like that, don't grow on trees. If you find a person like that who is willing to be nuts enough to work with you, um, who has that kind of emotional intelligence, you have to seize the opportunity as much as you can. I understand. Um, what about Jeremy Renner? Oh, he's a fantastic actor. I didn't know Jeremy when I wrote the movie. I had seen his work and admired it very much, particularly in Dahmer and in Hurt Locker. But I found that he had a, a kind of a... Well, first of all, even on a, just the basis of what kind of actor he is, he's a, a fantastic actor. I mean, that's a guy who's c capable of making the most awkward moment, line, anything work. Very intelligent, as very good actors always are. And he, but he's, uh, he's tender and wonderful and charismatic, but not in a hackneyed kind of male model way. There is a danger about him. And it's not so certain that he's the knight in shining armor. In some respects, he is. But we also know that he's got his flaws. He's a gambler and a drunk. So I thought that, as a character, of course, so I thought that Jeremy was able to convey all of that complexity. Hi there. Maybe you're in the mood for a delicious cup of coffee or a soothing cup of relaxing and always flavorful fruit tea. How about some scrumptious crunchy granola or maybe some organic and all-natural candy for that sweet tooth? We've got all that and much more. Check out our amazing brands on Rob. And that's with two Bs, fbc.com. Again, the website is R-O-B-B-F-B-C. Dot com. Um, what are some of the challenges between being the, both the writer and the director? It's a good question. It's a huge challenge because y you don't have objectivity about what you write. You know, you rely on the actors and you rely on the situation to dictate if you've made mistakes in the writing. It's both very rewarding because, of course, it comes from you. The, the upside is it's very personal almost always when you've written it. The downside is you always have to be wor worried about thinking too much of yourself and thinking how, you know, I'm the best writer of all time and every word of mine is sacred. And that cannot be the approach because if it is, the thing becomes uh, rigid and you try to force it into a box. And with movies, I find that the idea of a vision, a solitary vision, is a bogus one. That the idea is you bring great actors and editors and cinematographers to work with you because they're going to expand the original idea you had. That's the challenge, is to be able to be the filter. Get rid of the ideas that get in the way of what you originally thought about and embrace the ideas that make it more beautiful. Um, the film is set in the 20s with a very, very unique look. How did you come about that? We went, a lot of it is based on the history of the period. I'll give you an example. If you contemplate uh, New York life circa 1920, 1921 when the film is set, you have to realize that practically all of the heat uh, that was provided in all the homes, for example, was used, was, was gathered by burning coal and wood. So the air quality was probably pretty horrendous. The light was almost exclusively from gaslight. There was electricity in some of the tenements, but mostly it was gaslight, which tends to let off a kind of yellow ochre hue. And you realize that that goes a long way in dictating how the film looks, because you're trying to capture a certain authenticity of emotion, and that is often dictated by how it looks. We also went back 
Darius Kanji, the cinematographer, and I went back and looked at the paintings of the period by uh, uh, William Glackens and Everett Shin and John Sloan, all these wonderful painters, a school called the Ashcan School of Painters, and these color, early color pictures called autochromes, which are a series of dyes spread on glass to make what black and white photos make them look like color. So we used all of this as the kind of inspiration for how the film would look. Um, it's an, it's a, in some ways um, not your classic American dream. That's true. And I'm curious, um, will that surprise people maybe? I don't know. It's a good question you ask because the, the that comes from a personal place. You know, my grandparents came to the United States through Ellis Island in 1923. And my memory of them telling me stories, practically all of which wound up in the movie, by the way, was not, I came to America and it was great, with a big smile. It was more like I came to America and it was very difficult. And there are things that are great about being here but there are also things I miss about where I had to leave because that's where I was born and I miss culturally where I've, from, from where I've come. So to me, the American dream had a, like I said, it was not, it's not fake, it's not bogus, it's not a bogus idea, but at the same time, it's not a simple notion. It's not about wish fulfillment. Will it surprise people? In a way, I hope not. In a way, I hope it feels like a certain truth to them but maybe it will, because it's certainly not what we see usually, I think. Um, did the actors, did you have a good time working with the actors you chose? Yeah, amazing. I mean, in a way, it was too much fun, because there are times in the film where I had to cut just at the last moment, because after that, someone would be laughing. I mean, I find that people do great work with you if they are under incredible stress and worry about being fired every second, or if it's like a party. And I feel like if that's true, why not just have it be like a party? So the, set, the sets of my films have tended to be a lot of fun. And this was, in some cases, unfortunately, no exception. I mean, Joaquin and Jeremy certainly got along very well. And there was a lot of pranksterism on the set. I can only imagine. Thank yeah. you very much. Edgy, fresh, energetic, impressive, captivating, provocative. It's Rob TV. Watch us on RobTV.com. How would you describe the character you portray? Um, she's a devoted person. She was a nurse uh, in her country. And, um, and that's, that's a big part of her personality. She's uh, devoted. She's devoted to people. She's devoted to her sister. And uh, she's a strong woman. Um, and uh, she needs hope, even though she's not sure she's going to find it with those men. <laughs> Understood. Um, do you feel like um, this is an immigrant's tale that people can relate to? Um, there are some feelings that the character, the character goes through that might be similar to uh, what you feel when you come to a country. You don't speak uh, the language that well, and you're kind of uh, lost. Um, and well, of course it depends on where you go. I mean, which country you, you go, you're an immigrant uh, in. Um, back then, at that time, United States. And I think it still is. 
was, um, yeah, was the land of hope. But I mean, um, s some people might have went through what she goes through in the movie, but, but I hope not many of them. <laughs> um, how do you think um, your character handled her circumstances? It's Ava, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, can you repeat? Sure, of course. How do you think your character handled the circumstances she was in? Um, well, she comes from um, horror. She's seen horrible things. Uh, she's seen her family being killed. Um, so I think she's pretty strong. And what she goes through when she arrives in America, um, I mean, she can take a lot uh, because she comes from this, you know, this horror uh, environment. So she can take a lot. She's, she's a very strong woman. Yeah, she is. And the thing is, she fights for someone else. She, she, she fights for her, but she fights for her in order to fight for her sister. So I think it gives her more, more strength in a way. To have a cause versus... Yeah. Um, you know, I think I would, I mean, if my brothers, uh, my little brothers were in such a situation, I would, I would fight without thinking about myself and I think it helps fighting more and further. I understand. So what was it like working with, <clears throat> excuse me, Joaquin Phoenix as Bruno? Um, we had the chance to rehearse for, I think it was like a little more than two weeks. So I got to know him and I got to know how he works and how they work together with James because they're an old couple. And I was very welcome um, in, this, um, <laughs> in this old couple um, dynamic, I would say. Um, and he's, um, his instinct is kind of very special because I guess he's, um, it's closer to an animal instinct than to a human being instinct, which makes it more, um, Oh, I mean, which makes it deeper, bigger in a way. And his instinct, uh, from what I saw, is never, uh, is never wrong. Even if sometimes he fights against it because the self-esteem that he has is not high, uh, as high as his um, instinct. And, um, and I felt very lucky to to watch him uh, work, to watch him questioning himself about uh, his character, about the movie. And that was a very interesting period of time. Um, and we were very lucky to, to have it, to be able to rehearse for two weeks. He talks a lot. They talked a lot with James. I remember one day I, um, I just told them, you know, what did they, they must, have been like talking for like two hours. And then I said, well, I have a kid home. 
I need to go home. And then James called me like a few hours later and said, oh my God, thank God you went away because we, um, we went on talking for hours after you left. So, but it was, I mean, it was very, very interesting. Um, the way he needs to understand it, everything um, about what's going on um, in the story and about his character doing things that are um, kind of hard to take sometimes for an actor, you know, when your character, when your character's behavior is, um, might be wrong. Hey there, you awesome gamers. Are you looking for super cool and incredibly engaging mobile games to play? Well, if you are, then check out Genius Empire, the gaming studio that everyone is buzzing about at GeniusEmpireCorp.com. Um, you said he's kind of like an animal. Could you elucidate a little bit more on that? Could you go a little further with that? Um, even though he questions his instinct, there's something stronger about this instinct and this animal thing that, um, that sometimes his brain wants to control. Um, and I remember he would, he would start to say something and he would say, no, that this, um, it doesn't matter. It's not, it must, it must be stupid or something. And James would, would, um, would really ask him to, to speak, to say what he wanted to say. And each time it was spot on, right. Um, so I started to, when he, when he didn't wanna say something that was coming out of his, not as his, his brain, but his system, um, it was always right. So each time he would start a sentence and, and cut, cut himself from saying it, both of James and I, both of us would, um, you know, go for what he wanted to say. And it's kind of hard to explain what is um, the animal instinct. I mean, the, uh, an animal uses his instinct more than we do. And Joaquin's instincts is stronger than a regular human being. You guys played characters who had a complicated relationship, let's just say that. Was it difficult when uh, sometimes things would be, um, they would be, get along well, sometimes they wouldn't? There was a lot of push and pull, and I was curious how that was to play it as an actor against uh, him, or with him. Um, all the characters in this movie are very complex. And, uh, and of course, when they get together, it makes a complex relationship. Um, I think she, she sees good things in people. Um, it's part of her personality to see uh, the good side of a human being, even if his behavior um, is not right, even if uh, uh, his behavior is uh, against respect and dignity, she'll always um, see something, something, something else, something positive. Um, 
and he's struggling with what's he, what he has inside of him because in a way he has a lot of respect for these women and uh, even though he he make he makes them do things that they wouldn't want to do. I understand. So um, I'd like to talk a little bit about Jeremy Renner. Can you tell me about working with him? Yeah, he arrived on the project. We had already started uh, shooting, I think, and it was uh, it was funny because he really he really got into the adventure of the movie as his character come into uh, the story, and um, and Eva sees. A branch she can grab and she knows that it might be rotten she might fall but I think she needs this energy of hope that actually she finds into herself more than into him and um, he's a very ambiguous uh, character too um, well, I, I don't want to tell too much but um, but he's a very interesting, he's a very complex character too. It's really like a story of complex people. This has been a Rob Radio Network production. Check out our website at rrn.robbent.com. Thank you for listening.